exactly right. Well, good evening, everybody. I hope everybody's doing well. It's gl we're glad to be back. It has been three weeks. Yes. Right? And it's raining, not snowing, thank goodness. <laughs> I know, and it's 60, not yeah, zero. Not zero, right? No, but it is. We're just glad to be back. Um, thank you for joining us. We're going to get started um, in Acts chapter 3, but um, we want to do ask if anybody has any prayer requests to please send those in because we're going to be praying for everybody and everything here at the end. But um, we're going to go ahead and get launched off and get started. You ready? I'm ready. Man, that's great. Let's pray and we'll get going. Let's go. Father, Lord God, we thank you so much for this day, for this time that you've given us. And Lord, we do thank you for the rain. We thank you for the sunshine that we saw today. And Father, we just thank you for your blessings upon us. But God, tonight, we're here in your midst and with all who have joined us. And Lord, we just ask for your blessing of understanding and insight. And Father, I just pray that you share with us the things that we need to hear and understand from your word tonight. God, we trust you. We trust you to speak to us. We trust you to, to give us insights and understandings. But Father, we thank you again for your blessings, and we love you and we worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> so we're in Acts chapter 3, we're starting at verse 11, and <clears throat> I'm going to give a little bit of information just before we get started, and I'll read a little bit here. But um, the beginning of Acts chapter 3 is when Peter and John are going to the temple, and so they run across the bigger who's there, <laughs> and he's asking for <clears throat> whatever, Silver and gold, probably, or some kind of money. Right. And, and Peter looks at him and says, silver and gold I don't have, but whatever I have, I'll give to you. And so he turns, the beggar turns his head, he looks at him, and, and he stands up, and he walks. So um, <clears throat> we're going to pick up at verse 11. I'm going to read down through 16, I believe. So while the beggar held on to Peter and John, all the people were astonished, and they came running to see them in the in the place called Solomon's Colonnade. When Peter saw this, he said to them, Men of Israel, why does this surprise you? Why do you stare at us as if by our own power or godliness we had made this man walk? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his servant Jesus. You handed him over to be killed, and you disowned him before Pilate though he had decided to let him go. You disowned the holy and righteous one and asked that a murderer be released to you. You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead. We are witnesses of this. By faith in the name of Jesus, this man whom you see and know was made strong. It is Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that has given this complete healing to him as you all can see. In that passage, is there anything that just jumps out at you? Well, there's a couple things, actually. But <laughs> um, Okay. The first thing that was, the way they just all came running astonished. Okay. It, it just, and I think about if we were to see this today, like in this church or in any church or okay. on TV or anything like that, we would probably all be astonished, too. But why? Why would we be astonished? Why were they astonished? This is God we're talking about. And it's because, and I know you were going somewhere different with this, but uh, trust me, I know you were. It's okay. But it's okay. They're, they're seeing, and I know they're still learning, okay? Right. You know, right. this is still fairly new. Mm -hmm. And I guess 2,000 years later, it's easy for me to say this, but 
2,000 years later, if, if we see this, we shouldn't be astonished. No. No. Right? Okay. So what were you going to say? Well, no, I, you know, and I'm just going to follow along those lines. Okay. Um, some of the things that, that we might do also, just to be very honest, is um, instead of being astonished, we might be skeptical. Okay, true. And, and I think part of what's happened in the last 2,000 years is that, is that the enemy has, has worked into this to um, discredit, yeah. Yeah. You know, discredit the, the realities of who God is and what he does um, to make us doubt. Right, and so, right. and so then, and when we do see something like this, or we're not even at points open to see it, because we yeah. have stiff armed that due to yeah being skeptical. Yes, um, but we're watching that shift. Yes, and and that's that's where the the kingdom of God really is moving in a in a fashion to overtake. Um, what the enemy has has tried to implant in our hearts and minds that skepticism um that we're we're watching things happen that even in a church setting aren't normal right and so it's breaking down that skepticism in all of our hearts and minds so that actually our hearts at this point are becoming hopeful that this is is happening that this is yeah. on its way yeah would you agree i, I would agree with that <clears throat> um but i love it when 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 Peter does look at him and says, and they say, men of Israel, why does this surprise you? Right. Um, I, it, if somebody's getting healed and things like that, I, I'm probably going to go, oh, man, did you see that? Right. That's amazing. And at points, my heart is like, I don't want to be there in such astonishment, but in praise and worship and living in expectation that that is the norm. Right. That there should be that that's who God is. Exactly. I know. I'm with you. Man. It, it, yeah, I, I know you. But I think I think it's important for us to for even as the church to, to see this battle that we're in and how the enemy has tried has worked its way in um, into the church to to make us um, skeptical of, of the things of the Lord. And, you know, as you say that, I know that this kind of thing may not seem so abnormal in some churches. Some Correct. different Correct. types of churches. Right. But then I, I sat here thinking, well, if I were to go into one of those churches and see that what I believe, mm. I'm not so sure. Yeah. Because I am skeptical of, of these other types of churches in, in some regard. Mm. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad you brought it up that way because it made me think that well, maybe I would be skeptical too. And yeah, I bring it up because it's things that I think about. Yeah. You know, and it's but that's the reality, and I think that's important for us to be very real and honest on where we are, and at the same time understand where God wants to take us. Right. So in, in that even being here in Acts and going, yeah. wow, okay, great. You know, we there's no difference <clears throat> for me to go up and pray for someone, believing this and right. understanding this, and then seeing this. Absolutely, so you're right. You're I'm right. excited. You're right. I, I am at points. I'm excited to watch it happen, um, yeah. knowing it that it has, um, and knowing that it's it's coming. In greater measure, it's in coming. greater measure. Yeah, good words. Yeah, it's coming in greater measure. Yeah, and we won't be able to deny it, and that's going to be part of, you know, people are going to see that and they're going to believe because, and that's what the whole point of this was. God did this through Peter and John so that these people who are now running here in astonishment are going to become the next believers. Mm -hmm. And that's why God's going to do it again. Yeah. 
to bring more people. When he, they That's see right. the power of God, That's right. they won't be able to deny it any longer. Especially yeah. if they're the ones getting healed. Right. Well, it, it, when, it come, when it becomes personal, when it becomes your experience, yeah. um, then, then it becomes all that more real. It, it really does. Yeah, yeah, it does. It is, in, it is Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that has given to him this complete healing, as you can see. I like that because Peter, and he kind of says it in the beginning, too. He goes, we didn't do this. Right. You know, yeah. But he mm -hmm. says it's in Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that has given him this complete healing to him. Notice there's two. Everything's confirmed by the witness of two or more. Yeah. So that it's Jesus' name, the power in his name, and the faith that comes through him that has given us this complete healing to him, as you all can see. The computers. Yeah, that's really good. And, and that's a good, uh, a good lesson for us all, is that it's, it's, um, it's not about a one-man show anymore. Right. You right. Know? And so, right. you know, you're sharing that truth of, of where where two or three witnesses um, is important. And it's, and it's important to do these things. And um, I say do these things and move according to, to what God has for you to do um, with a witness and, and just not out there on your own. Right, um, right, right. Back in, um, um, let's see, verse 12, when it says, you know, men of Israel, why does this surprise you? Why right. do you stare at us as if by our own power or godliness, and and that's you know that's another thing for us to understand too. You know, this isn't about us, and it's not about how close I am to the Lord, exactly. or how many times I've prayed today, um, exactly. you know, how many days I've fasted. It's it's nothing about that. It's it's only about allowing yourself to be that conduit for God to flow through you yes. into the situation, so that He is seen. Right. You know, and it's, so it's like you know, so many times in in the Gospels, when when someone is healed. They, the, the person who's healed gets up and they walk and they praise God. You know, man, right. thank you, Lord, for what you've done. You know, it, it's never about, oh, Phil, thank yeah. you for healing me. Right. You know, and, and that's one of the things, too. And, and actually, I, I, I use that as, as something personal, and I know that you do, too, is that as, as God uses us in different situations um, with different people, if the praise goes to the Lord, then that's it. That's what you want. That's right. right. Because you you get to just fade back into the yep. shadow, yep. and God really is on display. And so then that person's faith is in God, and it's not in me, or it's not in you, or the other person. You know that right. that person. Right. And so it really is important to make sure that that you, you don't. We understand it's not by our power. It's not by our godliness. It's not about who we think we are. But it's that others can see Jesus or, or understand God's power in that moment. And there's still a lot of people in this world today. It, there was back then. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that's why Peter said that that way is, you know, the Pharisees had them believing you pray so many times, you, you wash your hands before you eat, you do all these things, all these laws, mm -hmm. okay? And that's what gets you close to God. And there's people today that think if you're a pastor, you must be close to God, <laughs> okay? Right. I, I was a pastor for not even a full year, okay? And I met this guy. We were opening an, a youth center in Dillonvale. Okay. And the guy from the newspaper came to interview me. 
and he said something. I can't remember what he wanted. I think he wanted to cut his grass. He said, so if you could say just a quick word to the Lord to make it not rain tomorrow. I'm like, why do you think I can do that? Okay. Now, but then I, but then I heard God say, tell him he can do it. So I said to him, you can do it. You can pray just the same as I can. Yeah, wow. But he thought, well, you know, you're pastor. You're probably closer to God. No. And at that time I wasn't, especially that time. But, you know, <laughs> I do. But a lot of people think that, that if you are in a position of power or you're in a position of authority, then you must be closer to God. Right. And it's not just pastors. And society has yeah. taught us this, that some people are in greater authority over you than others. And when it comes to God, all authority was given to Jesus, and he gave it to us. Exactly. To go and make disciples. It doesn't matter what your name is, where you're from, how you That's grew right. up. Anyone. Yeah. I went to church six times as a child. Six times as a child, okay? okay? But yet here I am, and that's all because of the power of God, not because of me, yeah. not because of anybody else. It's because of God, mm -hmm. and he can do it for anyone. That's right. And I love, I love you how you brought up that point about Jesus' authority. Yeah. All authority was given to Christ, and, and that's exactly what, <clears throat> what's being said in verse 16. Um, the, the last part of verse 16, it says, it is Jesus' name, and the faith yeah. that comes through him. Yes. That that first those first four words, it is Jesus' name. Really what that's talking about there is that it is Jesus' authority. Right. Right. The authority right. that 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 Jesus even spoke about in Matthew. You're, you're 28. absolutely right. You're absolutely right. <clears throat> it is like it's like it is by his authority only, not because of me or my position or my godliness or anything like that, but it's by his authority and faith that comes through him. Now, there's an interesting point, because sometimes people get caught up, when, especially when we talk about healing, that people are caught up in, well, how much faith do you have? Yes. Yeah. Right? Right. And it is that, that, that oftentimes we're taught that it's by the amount of faith that you have is the amount of healing that you'll receive. And you know what that is? That's, I don't have faith in my gift, so I'll put it on you. <laughs> this is what yep. that is. Exactly. <laughs> But that's not what the Bible says here. All right. It says that it is in the faith that comes through him. Right. The faith that comes through Christ. Right. And it's a big difference. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not just saying his name, unless you're saying his name with the faith. Mm. I've heard people say, well, just say Jesus' name and demons have to leave. It's, I haven't found it in here yet where it says no. that. It's not in there. It's... The faith in Jesus' name, the power and authority, like you said, yes. is in his name. That's right. But the faith driving it and his authority, not just the words coming out of my mouth. That's humanness. Mm -hmm. It's the power of God through his, the faith in him and the Holy Spirit moving in Jesus' name. That is the power and authority, not us. Right. It is all God. That's exactly right. That's good. Anything else in that section? I'm good. Okay. Uh, you want to start in verse 17? Yes, let's do that. Awesome. Now, brothers, I know that you acted in ignorance, as did your leaders, but this is how God fulfilled what he had foretold through all the prophets, saying that this Christ would suffer. Repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing may come from the Lord, and that he may send the Christ who has been appointed for you, even Jesus. 
He must remain in heaven until time comes for God to restore everything as he promised long ago through his holy prophets. For Moses said, the, the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own people. You must listen to everything he tells you. Anyone who does not listen to him will be completely cut off from among his people. Indeed, all the prophets from Samuel on, as many have spoken, have foretold these days, and you are heirs of the prophets and of the covenant God made with your fathers. He said to Abraham, through your offspring, all peoples on earth will be blessed. When God raised up his servant, he sent him first to you to bless you by turning each of you from your wicked ways. Wow, that was powerful. Yeah, there's a lot in there. Yeah, there is. Go ahead. You start us <laughs> off. Well, it, it, really, what one of the things that, that strikes me is down in verse um, 19, repent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Repent then. And it's, it's taking, and it's neat to watch this. If, if we look at chapter 3 as this movie clip, um, like Peter that. and John are walking into the temple. There's this beggar. They stop and they talk to this beggar. And, and Peter gets everyone's attention because loudly he says, you know, silver and gold, I don't have any, which right. is what everybody is handing out. Right. Right? Yeah, they're you money know, changers. Now, there's a good chance also that maybe they've heard that a whole lot. I don't have any money. You well, know, but <laughs> Peter follows it up with, but what I but have, what I have, I will I, give you. Right. So, you know, that that's going to turn some heads. Mm -hmm. So people are going to turn and look. Well, then sure enough, you know, this gentleman gets healed and, and he stands up and now all of this crowd has started to gather and, and <laughs> Peter goes ahead and he just explains who Jesus is and that you guys murdered him and mm -hmm. killed him. And that's going to continue to draw a crowd. I don't care where you're at. But as you're talking about that kind of stuff, people are going to start listening. They're going to watch. And then Peter goes on, and, and he's talking about um, this is how God fulfilled what he foretold through the prophets, that Christ would suffer. So he's taken this, um, these words from accusation of you're the ones that killed him to say this, this is the Christ that would suffer. So repent. Yeah. So he goes right. from this accusation to this action yeah i like that that's good yeah to and, and to repent repent then and turn to god so that your sins may be wiped out mm. now he's talking to a bunch of jews mm -hmm. they know how to wipe out sin mm -hmm. and you go and you sacrifice something. right right at the temple exactly which is where they were which is exactly where they were right and so now peter is here at the temple and he is his teaching is flying in the face of everything taught at the temple. But you know, his teaching, I can almost feel it right now, the power that came with it because he, because God's spirit was moving through him. Yes. And just, he lays it out so they had no choice but to accept it. The prophets said this. They knew that. They knew what the prophets said. They read the Bible. Mm -hmm. and, okay. Yeah. And they knew That's how right. to forgive their sins they exactly. knew the law but now he's saying that it was said this would happen and you did it in ignorance but now repent and your sins will be wiped out how can you not accept that i mean with the power that's coming through his words it just 
how could you turn away yeah. from what was being said there? And, too, and, and, you know, and when, when Peter's talking there, the, the power of what he said is also just promises that are being poured out upon these people. Yeah. So you know, the promises of your sins will be wiped out and times of refreshing may come from the Lord. Yeah. I mean, that, that is one of those things to, to, to really instill in someone's heart that there is hope. I have done this. I have been this person. I have done that. You know, but all of that can be wiped out and, and my heart will be refreshed. Mm. And that's what people want. Well, and yes, <laughs> exactly, it? exactly. I mean, it, it really is. It's one of those things, you know, I want to be forgiven. I don't want this on my record, so to say. Right. And, you know, and I want to be refreshed. I'm tired of living in this hopeless feeling and this, this spiraling down. I want something that is real, is true, something that I can sink my teeth in, something that, that uplifts me rather than this continuous beatdown I get every day. Yeah. It's, that's amazing. It is. And, and you know, people today, they want that too. They, they do. don't want to feel, they don't wake up saying, oh, I'm going to feel anxious today. I'm going to feel depressed today. I'm going to feel worthless today. They don't wake up saying that. No. They wake up saying, I don't want to feel this right. way anymore. And here is the answer. Exactly. It really is. Now, maybe not immediately, for some people, possibly, mm -hmm. but until you take that step, and he's telling, he's inviting them, take this step. Yes. He came first to bless you. Take this that's step. Good. That's good. That's right. And take this step and let God do the rest. Mm -hmm. He just wants you to take that step. He does. You don't have to know the Bible in and out and be a scholar. You don't have to sit here for 45 minutes and do a Bible study with your pastor. You just have to... <laughs> That's quite an honor, isn't it? <laughs> you just have to take that step and God will will act in that faith. Exactly. So so this first step is repent. Yes. So what does that look like? What does repent look like? Yeah. <laughs> One of the best ways I saw it ever done was uh, this guy walked up and he goes, I'm going to kick my sister. I'm going to kick my sister. And then he stops and he goes, I'm not going to kick my sister. He turns around and walks away. He goes, I'm not going to kick my sister. That's not right. He, like, he was showing how you turn away. Oh, yeah. I thought that was pretty neat. It is. But, I mean, what does it look like? It's confession. It's saying you're not hiding it from God. God already knows. It's confessing that you've done whatever you've done. And, and then it's say, asking God for forgiveness and then not doing it again. That's the part that's tricky because we <laughs> want to do it again. Isn't that right? It, yes. We yes. hate the consequence of sin. We don't yeah. hate sin. The moment we start hating sin, the world changes. Yes. But we hate the consequences, not the yeah. sin. So, I mean, I know you can probably add to that, but that's the way I see repentance. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and that's, that's the point that I, that, that I think that it's important to make right now is, is just allowing yourself to get to that point of brokenness, um, yeah. of understanding and identifying what it is that's wrong. When I say wrong, I mean, according to the scriptures, what's not right? And, and how we've acted or what we've said or what we've done. Mm. <clears throat> um, and, that's good. And coming and just admitting it. And it's just like, okay, I got to talk to you and, about something. Yeah, and admitting and just, it because you acknowledge, you're acknowledging who God is and what he can do for you. Right. And knowing that on the other side of that, is the refreshment yes. that's coming. You're, that, that repentance is, is taking those things that we've, that we've done or those things that um, we have allowed the enemy to hook into our lives 
setting those things down, opening up our hands to receive the refreshment in exchange. Yes, and and in, in being in that at that point and being in that flow of of the Lord coming into your life, then then what was so important and what we held so dear is it fades and it fades off in the distance. Now there's still times that we return to it. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm guilty as anybody yeah. else. Oh yeah. Um but at the same time God is still there to give forgiveness. Right. That we can still approach the throne of grace right. with confidence. Right. To know that he is still going to forgive us of that. Yes. And will walk us through that transition and that trade out of the sin for the refreshment. You know, this just came to me. Okay. In two days, I'm going to set my trash out. <laughs> I'm going to do it tomorrow night, actually. And there's, as this week, as I've been throwing, I don't know why. No, well, now I know why. That this week, I've been getting enjoyment out of throwing things away. <laughs> I put it in a trash can, That's awesome. and it's just like a great joy when I put it in a trash can. Now I understand why, so I can mm, use this there you go. illustration. That's good stuff. The joy is in getting rid of the sin, is repenting. The trash man takes it away. You never see it again. I don't know where it ends up, and I don't care. <laughs> but it gets taken away. But then if the next week, if something happens, I can take it again. And get that joy again. That's good. So I thought it was kind of crazy the last couple of days. Man, that felt good. There was something in the trash can. But it's thank it's, you, Lord. It's for... such a great illustration. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just I'm just I, I love it. I love it. But the, it, it is. We can just we can take those things, and God will remove them every time. Every time. As far yeah. as the east is from the west. I, I don't know how many times I've heard people say, "Well, you don't know what I've done." No, but God does. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He it will doesn't. forgive. That's right. The only thing he won't forgive is if you don't come to him for forgiveness. Mm. Then he can't forgive you. Yeah. You know? I yeah. just, it really, that's a, that's a great, great illustration, Phil, it is. And in, in, in our repentance, so then we turn to God, right? Mm -hmm. That's what, turn to God. That's right. what Peter's saying. Turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out. Wiped out. Yes. Clean slate. Like it, just as if it never happened. Justification. Exactly. Just as if it never happened. That's right. And that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. Mm. And that refreshing is an incredible feeling. It is. It is so worth giving up what we had at points, some of us held secretly. Mm -hmm. And, and mm -hmm. being able to lay those things down or to allow that to be emptied out of who we are yeah. so that we can receive all that what God wants to pour into us for our next phase of life as he moves us forward yeah into becoming because you can't carry that burden no it is too heavy so whoever that person is out there is carrying that burden right now yes just give it to God please and just walk away from it and make that first step and allow him to refresh your soul You'll be glad you did. Amen. That's right. That's exactly right. Um, he goes on. That, um, Peter goes on is talking about um, that he, in verse 21, he must remain in heaven until the time comes for God to restore everything as he promised long ago through mm -hmm. his holy mm -hmm. prophets. So there's a time coming. Yep. You need to be ready. Yep. That's what he's saying, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, you know, if you... If you say, I will come to the Lord when I get around to it, uh, 
I've never seen a round two. Have you ever, you know what a round two it is? I, I haven't. I've uh, never seen a round I've two. I've wanted to, to, to package them up and sell them. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, if tomorrow's the day, and you're waiting till Friday, you're too late. Right. Don't wait. Well, and the scriptures tell us, now is the time. Now is the time. Now is the time. Because, and more than just worried about when he's coming back, there's no need to carry it any longer. There, That's the thing. You don't have to. The enemy tells us, we, well, you did it. You, you have to own it. And they accuse, accuse, accuse. And right. We don't have to. God says, okay, let's, let's start brand new. Mm. Let's Man, start brand good. new. That's right. <clears throat> All right. Where did we finish off here? We finished off at the end. Anyone who does not listen to him will be completely cut off from among his people. You don't want that. I mean, nobody wants That's, to be alone, right? No. no. So, it, the, the whole idea and the thought about being cut off, it's one of the things, too, when um, isolation. Mm -hmm. I, in the last year with, with COVID, um, the, the impact of isolation has been dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. It, it has been dramatic. Imagine it forever. Mm. Ooh. Forever. Ooh. And you know, one of the things too, you know, I've, we, we, we understand heaven and hell and hell is the fiery pit and, it's and all of it. <laughs> it's hot. It's hot. Um, it's still hot. But, <laughs> you know, one of the things that, that I've thought is for me personally, what would be more painful the fire or the knowledge of forever being separated? That's what I would say. The knowledge of being forever separated. Exactly. Is, I didn't want to think of such a thing. I, exactly. It, it, there's, it's like, you know, you, you compare this physical pain versus the, the mental strain and, and, and stress yeah. of, of that and just to, to never, ever be able to reconnect or to yeah. be connected. And, and that's a scary thing. And, and I think that there are, are points in, in talking about hell that, well, you never want to be there. You never want to go there. Um, you, you don't ever want to be separated. Right. It's eternal separation. It is. It is. And it's a scary, it's a scary yeah. thing. There was one thing I wanted to bring up here. I, I couldn't okay. remember where it was, but I just saw it. Um, he said to Abraham, through your offspring, all peoples on earth will be blessed. And... When God raised up his servant, he sent him first to you mm. to bless you by turning each of you from your wicked ways. So these people, they had a very special blessing. They got to see Jesus in person. And I'm sure that some of these people at this yeah. temple might have been there the day he overturned the tables. That's a good point. Probably were there the day he was in front of, well, he wasn't there in front of Pilate, but when he was up on the hill just outside of this temple mm -hmm. on Calvary's Hill, they were probably there. They might have been there saying, give us Barabbas. You know, yeah. and now he's saying, yeah. here's your blessing that he, they were looking for. Number, first thing, Deuteronomy 18, the mm -hmm. prophet, right. they were looking for him. Right. They were looking for this uh, seed of Abraham to bless all people. And here he is. Here he is. Wow. And it so that you can turn from your wicked ways. Hmm. That's pretty awesome. It is. It is. 
And it's just, he's, he's reiterating the point of repent. Yeah, from, yeah, from exactly. verse 19. Yeah. Just how important in, in all that that is. Anything else? Well, I just got to say that I don't know how many times I've read Acts chapter 3, and I focused on the healing and didn't focus on the rest of this, but wow, we just, yeah. the way God pulled that out tonight is just... Watch all that yeah. gets uncovered? Yeah, and I, think so and I hope that it helps people who are watching or who will watch or listen to this and listen to it again or watch it again because God had some good information in here that he was speaking through us. It wasn't us. Mm -hmm. It was God. Yeah, and you know, and to wrap up chapter three, it, it's neat to, to see also from from a picture of that this this miracle, this healing that took place, yeah, was designed to catch the attention of men mm -hmm. to share the repentance, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the wiping out of sins, yes. the refreshing of who God is, yes, those type of things. So it's it's like it's not the mm. being healed um, that miraculous event is not the capstone yes. of it the capstone is the repentance yes. it's the sins being wiped out it's the refreshing from yeah. the lord that comes it's just there's so many things that we in christendom at mm -hmm. points we feel like that if i'm healing people or if i'm being used by god to do the miraculous mm -hmm. then i am close to god i am yeah you know what i mean more powerful blah 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 all that kind of stuff and that's really not it it's like you know here we have the disciples which is who we are mm -hmm. out allowing god to flow through us so that other people and those people can see and meet and become a part of god's family right 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 it's it's not about the and when we put our focus event. on on what you said and not on the miraculous what a difference mm -hmm. that's when if you want to be able to heal people listen to what he just said put your focus <laughs> and, there and i guarantee you god's probably going to let you heal people exactly if and, you're going to do it the right way right and i know that there are many churches um that that um are out there and, and ours being one of them is that god is moving in a fashion that is as at, at points miraculous Yes. The, the amount yes. of, of serving that we're able to do here yeah. and, and how the resources have come in are, are at points miraculous. And, and so because of that, people are watching. And that's what we need. Yeah. Yes. So that they'll see who's providing and what's happening here so that they can meet God mm -hmm. and repent and have their sins wiped out and be refreshed by him and have the right. hope of eternity. Because they're not coming here just for a handout. No. They're coming here because they're hurting, because they're down on their luck, right. whatever it may be. But ultimately, if you could ask them, and if they would answer, you would hear that they want God. Mm -hmm. Some of them know him. Some of them don't know how to know him better. Some of them some right. don't know him at all. But that's what they want. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So I, I think it's important that we understand that the points, and even here, um, we're being taught that the, the miraculous is, is, is used by the Lord to draw people mm. unto himself. That's great. So back to when we first started, and I said, I might be skeptical. I know now why I was skeptical. Because mm, yeah. the times that I witnessed this, I wasn't seeing it. It was a, an assembly line. Come get healed. Come get healed. And it made me question. Yeah. 
or come let me touch you and you fall on the ground. I questioned that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that those times there wasn't the whole, the faith and the repentance and all right. that behind right. it. But if there wasn't, that could be the cause of skepticism. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Good, so good. I'm glad you brought that point out. That was that was really good. Chapter four. Let's talk about the first. I'll read the first few verses here. So let's see. The priests and the captain of the temple guard and the Sadducees came up to Peter and John while they were speaking to the people. And they were greatly disturbed because the apostles were teaching the people and proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection of the dead. They seized Peter and John. And because it was evening, they put them in jail until the next day. But many who heard the message believed, and the number of men grew to about 500. 5,000. 5,000. <laughs> See, it's a miracle. <laughs> Man, you just multiplied that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Phil. No <laughs> so yeah. here, we, here we have the, um, well, at, at points, you know, there, there's a, a point of persecution mm -hmm. that's in this these first five verses or first four, four verses um but you also see the people were greatly disturbed the people that the pharisees and sadducees, the pharisees and sadducees. Yeah. yes yes, yes. yes. the priests <laughs> the priests and the captain of the temple guard and the sadducees well when you have power and when there's corruption and people are starting to expose that you're going to do everything you can to hide it. Mm. And that's what, we're not going to believe this Jesus thing. That goes against everything we believe. Right. And that would mean they'd have to take a step down and put God where he belongs. And they didn't want to do that because they, I don't know, they thought they were on the level with God, but they thought they were closer to God because yeah. of their right. obedience, their self-righteousness. Yeah. And mm. yeah. righteousness through faith was a, it was a dagger in the heart of their power. Right. You know, now the power is transferred to people when we had the power. The authority is transferring to the people when we had the authority. And that hurt them. Yeah. They don't want that. So they try to quell it any way mm. they can. Yeah. And it, um, oftentimes, too, when, when truth is spoken, then if it's not the truth that I, that's, Others want people to believe, then we got a problem with that. Yeah, it's baseless. And we, <laughs> right. And so, what are we going to do? What are we going to do to fix that? Yeah. Um, but but I love personally. I, I love the watch of the rise of the disciples in the midst of the system, the mm. current system, mm -hmm. and until watch God bring bring his, his followers in and start to correct the ship. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, it's encouraging. It is very encouraging. You know, it, it really is. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, so the number of men grew to about 5,000. So if I'm not mistaken, they went from 3,000 now to 5,000. Is that the way you read that? That's the way I read it. Okay. Too. Yeah. So about 2,000 people because of what Peter and John did here. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine that? 
I can't even imagine what 2,000 people look like right now in a big group, but. It's really neat. Because that, I'm not from New York, but. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a corner of Broadway and Fifth, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, um, okay, well, we're getting close on time, too, so we, let's okay. keep an eye on that. But. Okay. Um, but yeah, just, just that one passage, um, it, it should really, as far as, it's just encouraging. And it's to understand that to speak up with truth, and you know what, yes, you're going to end up, um, it's not always going to be unicorns and rainbows. Right. So right. to say, just because you're doing the right thing, saying the right thing, um, doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. Right. And, and one thing I want to point out here is, in John chapter 16, maybe 17, Jesus tells them that this is going to happen. Yeah. I think it was chapter 16. He says, they're going to seize you and put you into, into prison. They're going to take you before their courts. Right. Because they did not know the Father or me. Yeah. So this was, this would probably be encouraging for them. Yeah. Because it's another prophecy fulfilled by Jesus, what he said. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they, instead of being discouraged by it, and I'm sure that's what kept them going, too. Yeah. Well, I always like, when I get into situations, just personally, I, I like to know who I'm dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you really do. And, and for, for them to see the disciples, you know, Peter and John, to see these prophecies fulfilled, then they're understanding, okay, well, you know, these, these gentlemen and these people who are putting us into to jail for the night, or, they don't know. They don't get it. Yeah. They don't understand. Yeah. Um, and... And so it, it, at points, would be encouraging. Yeah. It really would. Yeah. So sometimes difficult things can be an encouragement. Yes, they can. Yeah. You know, i got to share this story. Your mom told me this story tonight. I don't uh, know who oh. this lady is. Oh, it's not about me? No. Oh, good. No, no, okay. no. Oh, I... <laughs> we didn't have time for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> she said a, a, a lady from South Belair, Jerry, I think is her name. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe somebody knows her. Um, recently fell and broke her collarbone. Okay. Okay. You would think that's terrible, right? I don't want to break my collarbone. I'm right. sure that hurts, but she was about that far from breaking her shoulder. Okay. She was getting out of the tub. She had clothes on the floor that she did not pick up earlier in the day. Like she was going to, she, for some reason she okay. left them there and she fell into those clothes and didn't break her hip as a result. Now, the, the terrible part, and we need to pray for Jerry, oh, is when they did yeah. this x-ray, uh -huh. they found a spot on her lung. Okay. But she says, if I had not broke my collarbone, that spot could have got bigger. It could have possibly killed me. But now maybe it can be taken care of. What faith? That's tremendous. I'm telling you what, man. To, to see the faith and awesome. per, perseverance in the affliction right. is amazing. It really so, is. So, Jerry, if you're watching this, Hats off to you. Yeah. Praise God. That's right. And we're praying for you. And we're praying for you, yes. Man, that's fantastic. That's a great note to end on. Yes, it is. So we'll pick up on verse 5 next week. Perfect. All right. That's great. Do we get any prayer requests in? No, we have not. Okay. Well, do you mind closing this out, Phil? And then if you would, just obviously remember Jerry. Yes, I will do that. That'd be great. Thank All you, right. man. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, once again for coming into our presence this evening. Lord, we know you're always in our presence, but you really manifest yourself greatly in, in how you had us speak the words and the, the way the, the book of Acts chapter 3 just came alive tonight and, and brought new meaning to so many people. And so we thank you, Father, and you receive all the glory for this, Lord, because it is you. And we 
we know, Lord, you're using this time and, and us and everyone here and everyone watching, you're using us all to further your kingdom, to further get your name out there so people will come to you. And Lord, let us all be your servants in helping to do that in whatever way you see fit. Speak to us and let us know and we will step forth. And Father, we pray for those who heard this message tonight and now want to come to know you and are taking that step. We pray that you will send your spirit upon them, that you will bring healing and deliverance, and that they will begin a life brand new, justified, refreshed, a clean slate. And Father, we pray for dear Jerry and the story that she has shared. And Father, we just pray that her collarbone will heal. We pray that they will be able to remove that spot. And Father, we're even going to pray that that spot won't be there when they look for it again. Pray for the healing to come, Lord, for, for her faith and her reaching out the way she had did. We just pray, Lord, that you just wipe it away. Just completely take it away. It won't be there. And Father, until we get to be here again next week and continue with Acts chapter 4, Lord, we just pray that you go with us, that you keep us safe, you protect us, and keep us always looking to you for all that we do and say. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Phil. All right, well, we look forward to seeing you next week. We'll be at Acts chapter 4, verse 5 is what we'll start next week. So have a great week. And please, if you have any prayer requests, feel free to send them to us through Facebook, our Facebook yeah. page. We'll pick them up and be able to pray for them. Yeah. And we just we really enjoy being able to pray for you. So have a great night. God bless. Thank you. God bless.